Diddy bang bang Say you wanna You go know You go know So, serious, serious message right now. Until the Hurt Business wins something substantially, they are just a Forex stable. They got the suits. That's all it. They got the suits. One dude got a belt, and now they, he out here saying everybody going to get a belt. No, bro. As they should. No, no, they had a chance to win the tag titles and they lost. They took an L. When's the last time Lashley defended that title? Wasn't it this past Monday for the first time in months? Did he? I can check. Give me a second. I think he did. This is the first time because I forgot he even had a title or it was last week, but it was like this yeah. week, this past week or last week. Either way, I forgot He's been he had a title and he defended it. Yeah, he's been the champion for what four months now, and I forgot. Yeah, that's how much the U.S. title means now. They made it the flyest it's ever been, and we just don't care. Hey man, it just looked like a Texas belt buckle. Um, the one thing I want to say about that is like, yo, they—I never forget—they gave him that title simply because. They couldn't have him challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE title anymore because people actually wanted Lashley to win. And that's not a shot against Drew because Drew has been a good champion. Just, hey, man, it's Lashley season. That's funny. Earlier, I want to see MVP win a Royal Rumble. Give her business all the title. No, no, no. This upcoming year. I know he was at this. I'm talking about this upcoming. No, I think you got to go Lashley. MVP, for the most part, I'm fine with him wrestling every so often. He can have a 24-7 title. Come on, bro. Give him I don't, mean a, I don't mean that as disrespect. And I just don't want the all the gold thing because that got really annoying really fast across multiple, um, multiple wrestling companies. Like the whole we everybody's having all the gold. Nah, I don't need to see that. It's become commonplace now. I mean, just because everybody was double belted up this year, and yeah. because yeah, they had a lot of—I won't say the factions, but the tag teams was running. I mean, it was fire. Though. I mean, we had the Kabuki Wars with the tag titles in, and the, and then uh, Oscar had the women's title. Then they switched it around. They gave it to to those belts, and they had it. I forgot their tag name, but you know, when we talk about the yeah. PWI tag teams, if you want to talk about that list, they shouldn't have been number one, but I digress. I didn't even so, see the PWI tag list. I, I saw it for like a second. I just saw that FTR was number one over. Ow. Wait, wait no, we're going to get into this right now. Okay, you go ahead. <laughs> you already know. I'm trying to kayfabe when it comes to AEW. Yeah, no, 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 no. This this ain't even got nothing to do with FTR because they clearly don't have the ability to vote for themselves. But, yo, how the hell do you pick a team that was a joke in WWE for the past? This was a forgiveness thing. This is a redemption thing. Like, 
All right. It is because uh did, did Tony Khan drop money to get number one in all these places? I mean, yeah, because he running up his pops money. So it's like my dad is that you do this probably. My like, main thing is Dash be acting like a little let, let me use my right phrasing because I don't want to wild out as much as I want to on him right now. But he acts a little childish when it comes to see, I'm becoming an adult. He acts childish when it comes to these lists and backstage politics we've seen with WWE. Hell, he did it with companies with right now. He bashed uh, over the top rope, whatever you want, high flying uh, way of working, but yet he did a fucking 450 splash at a full gear. The other thing I want to say about this is okay. Kenny Omega and Adam Page were pro- like, okay, so there were two teams that you could have put ahead of them. The Golden Role Models, I I do agree, are top three. But the two teams that number one. The two the top two teams this past year was the North and the Gorillas of Destiny. They were champions for a year. But then the Street Profits are number five. Listen, you know, I'm I'm kind of off the product called Impact, but the yeah. North is still pretty good. But the gorillas of destiny. All right, I'm looking at the list. I'm looking at the top ten because that's all that really kind of matters. Yeah, right like now. now I'm the one that's about to you know y'all stand up and get all mad because yo, like legitimately, someone lists me FTR's accolades this past year. Other than being Shane McMahon's lackeys, they got into this promo with the Usos where they did win the titles, but then they ended up losing them. And then they won the titles on the other show and they lost them to the New Day. And then they were just sitting around at home waiting to get back on TV. And then when they came, yeah, they beat Adam Page and Kenny Omega. And then like, but it never hit on the audience. Like it was never clicking. They didn't have a good match until they faced the Young Bucks. And that match didn't even get good until the Young Bucks style of wrestling was the dominant form of wrestling in that match. You know why? Because the Young Bucks are really good. Top 10 tag team in history. And they weren't even in the top 10. I am um, I am amazed that FTR somehow got number one over Kenny Omega and Adam Page, who are an actual good team, who put on a good match this year at Revolution against the Young Bucks. The Golden Role Models, who went across every show to defend those tag team titles and has consistently been the only team to go across the board and win the t- and play uh defend those tag team titles the north who held the titles for a year and are a legit good tag team the gorillas of destiny who once again held the titles for a year and might be currently the best working tag team on the planet mm-hmm. the, the lucha bros who I mean, how many times did they face the Young Bucks last year and kill it? How many matches have they had this year and killed it? I've never seen a bad Lucha Brothers match. That's New Day being biased as well. Yeah, the New Day, which, I mean, that goes without saying. That's just a team that goes without saying. Kabuki Warriors, another team that goes without saying when it comes to the quality. Go think of that TLC ladder match. Hey. Get and then, number 10, then I'm gonna get my shit on. Then Rapongi 3K, which is a really talented team 
they don't win. They win the titles and lose them fast, but that is an unbelievably talented team. But FTR, we really sitting up here like, okay, I know lists shouldn't matter. I'm aware of that. Right, this one doesn't matter. We just got to get the opinions off because I really don't give a fuck to start. You just can't. You can't play in my face and pretend like these two crybabies had a better year than any of the nine teams below them. What did they do? They pulled up in an unfinished rust restoration truck, drink beer. They stole Stone Cold Steve Austin's gimmick Mm -hmm. mixed with Eddie Guerrero's gimmick, and that's what Mm -hmm. got them over. That's it. All right. All right. Let me shoot. So my thing is, I think they did this because they stay big. Fuck it. I'm going to get to the point. They, they, they complaining. You know what I mean? They always complain about something, especially what's that fucking Jabroni's name, Cash Wallet. So as soon as the list came out, it was kind of like, yay, they love us. It's like these dudes have this whole, and maybe it's the whole white previous thing where I want to be loved for my work I do. That's not how it works. You can't always just be loved for what you do, bro. And y'all still stuck in the 80s. Y'all still stuck. Uh, totally Blanchard is y'all manager, bro. Is this? I know y'all basically are, are vintage 19-esque from how you look to how you work. But come on, bro. Really? So yeah, for the have them, number one, I think that was just to cool them down because Cash had definitely complained about it. Uh, Kenny O'Meara, Adam Page, No. I'm not gonna say they're not in the top ten, but no, I'm, I'm maybe to a certain degree I'm being biased, but at the same time I've been consistent on what I've been saying for months, man. The Golden Road Models, Kabuki Warriors, Charlotte and Becky, are the reason why WWE is as entertaining as it was, or hell, wrestling it was in, as entertaining as it was before Roman Reigns came back. Everybody was on lockdown. Once again, I don't need to say it. Anybody that's listening, go back to the old episode. I've been consistent on what I'm saying. The North, all right, cool. No problem there. But the Street Profits should be higher. The Street Profits should be number three. They development in the past two years alone has been gradually just going up, and it keeps getting better and better and better. See, I'm conflicted about that one. On what basis? On the basis that they've been very good this year but they haven't had as much time to shine in spite of the fact of them being champions. Like, yeah, they, they won the, they won the championship early this year, but what, what's been their standout match on the main roster so far? And that's not their fault because everything they've been given, they've knocked it out of the park, but they haven't been really given that match yet. I'm hoping this Sunday that match with the new day is, is it. Yeah, I think this is going to be their career-defining match. I mean, the latter match in NXT was great, but got to have that match to define who they are. I mean, the New Day, they got, they got classics on classics. The yeah. match on Monday was just great because, I mean, you got Cedric, the Alexander and you got Shelton Benjamin. So you got a vet and then you got the, the young boy. So that was going to fire because we already know how Cedric get down and, I mean, show Benjamin goes without saying. So for the New Day to do that match, that, that set a bar as to which I think them and the Street Profits should try to break. I think the Street Profits should say or have a conversation with them pre-production. 
this is what we want to do. We should do this and see. But it's also based on how much time they get. If they get 20 minutes, I think they can get one of those because do they need one of those? No, they're still young. But at the same time, you can give us one of those on Sunday if you choose to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think they should be top three. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, Gorillas of Destiny, you know, they they could be wherever because they, you know, Gorillas of Destiny and Lucha are – in the new day, they just fine now. They they have their place in history. It's just certain people, you know. It's, it's kind of like with LeBron, like bro, you here already. You just yeah. keep adding on to your legacy, and that's fine. But you're already here. Like the street. I'm sorry, the Gorillas of Destiny is on path to be one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Uh, already being there, the Lucha Bros is probably already there. The new day that goes without saying. Computer Wars should be top three once again. The matches were fire. It it was just over. It was over. The the gimmick was over. Everything was over. I mean, Asuka, in my opinion, is probably runner up MVP because I mean Robert Reigns just came in late and just yeah, took yeah, the yeah. shit over. Because yeah. he got people that don't even watch wrestling, watching wrestling. So that's just a whole different thing. Yeah, no, he showed up like fifty cent no three. Yeah, this this definitely his get rich or die trying year. Like we know about you for power a dollar when you signed to Columbia. You now on yeah. Shady Interscope, so we definitely know who you are. Yeah. But and you got that motherfucker Braun Strowman, aka Ja Rule, out the paint. Yeah, because he was Ja Rule on Def Jam, bro. The first two albums, we we all right, it's cool, but we've seen this before. So you know he's my MVP, and then Oscar is a runner up. So the Kabuki Warriors is great. Uh, and then the tenth tag team. I, I don't really have a problem with it. Like, my no. thing is, I'll never have a problem with these lists. I expect, you know, the people that write these publications, first of all, they hate women. That's not me being a stretch. It, it has shown in history that they hate women, a lot of these publications. Especially Dave Meltzer. They don't, a lot of them seem like they don't know shit about wrestling, or if they do, they just watch wrestling that you can find on YouTube or you got to watch late at night. So they don't watch everything like we do. Or to a certain degree, me, because I watch MLW, New Japan, et cetera, et cetera. And it, well, I'm off the narcotic of impact. Like I said, I'm done with that. But I, like, they just, I don't know what these, this list is based on. Yeah. I guess you can have a field day with it. It's just like my whole thing with the PWI, you know, single workers. It was just like, okay, I guess you put Dean Ambrose as number one and Chris Europe on the top five. But, it seemed like I think I'm gonna go with what you said. Is Tony Khan paying out money to have this happen? Yeah, because I mean, open your third eye, my brother. I mean, this one particularly because there are arguments for John Moxley. I'm not gonna pretend like it's not. I wouldn't have put him number one, but I understand the argument. Since he's shown up in AEW, he has been their most popular wrestler. In AEW, you people do take seriously as a a legit uh popular wrestling company so i don't really have as many arguments there as here because like the only thing i could tell you is what you like the fact that they come out with a styrofoam cooler full of beer that's it and they right. pour it's, this beer on people it's things we've seen before not just from now but you know never mind i don't like, want to start shooting on the company but go yeah, ahead. it's like we could have picked other aew tag teams like you could have picked the best friends who've been pretty good this year you could have picked Private Party, who've been pretty good this year. Like, what are you doing? 
Like legitimately, I'm looking at you like, what are you doing? Because, yo, FTR. Let me ask you a question. And I hate to cut you off. Let me ask you a question since you already brought their name up. Why is it that the company fans or incel fans and these publications hate private party? I can answer that. I actually have an answer for that. You know what the answer is? Because they're green. You know who else is green on AEW? A ton of workers. Virtually everyone who wasn't in WWE or New Japan. Because they have to learn how to wrestle for television. And if you got to suffer through a few years of them learning how to wrestle on television, well, God damn it, that's just what you're going to have to do. Because if you can't recognize the talent there, like the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes is y'all gods. Cody and the Bucks look at them and say, hey, that's the future right there. You telling me that your gods is wrong? You know, Green and NXT, a lot of workers. But yeah. you know what they do? Put them on TV occasionally. Let them figure it out. Because you know how you learn? By going out there and doing it. And if you fail, you learn. And then it's like, okay, you can't do yeah. house shows right now, which is more times than not when they learn how to work. But you do that, and you figure out what's wrong. That's why yeah. the man of three H's is there to help you out. That's why the yeah. trainers are there to help you out. Yeah, the and get with that company. And like I said, I'm going to do my shoot promos. I've done on them countless times throughout the past year, or at least this year, more times than not. When they contradict themselves, is you got to let your young workers go, especially private because they can draw money, especially in the time we are right now. Maybe not with the type of People that watch AEW, not everybody, but the people that watch AEW might not particularly like private party. But that goes without saying, but you still help them get over, not by having Matt Hardy essentially out there. I don't even know why he's a manager. I guess he's helping them backstage with their ring psyche, but there's no Look, need for him to be their manager. Yeah, and let's let's be honest. From the time that they started in AEW to now, you have seen the growth. You've seen the progression. Is it like where it's going to be? No. But you know how old they are? 20 years old. Like not everybody is just shows up as good as Velveteen or MJF at or Leo Rush at that young of an age. So we and can't sit. And it's very prob problematic. And the other one just has a lot of issues. And that's Leo and Rush. Yeah. And the thing about, I will say about Velveteen, MJF, and Leo Rush is they are not a tag team. They don't have to work with someone else. So not only do you have to figure out how to work for yourself at a young age, you have to figure out how to work with someone else at a young age. And not just that, you have to figure out how to work with another young person at a young age. That's not easy. That's not. I'm sorry. It's, it's, tag team it's wrestling not. is insanely hard. It's harder yes. by yourself. And it's the same thing with any team sport because you got to figure out what the other human being wants to do. Yes. It's trust, it's communication, and it's communication and trust between four people now, not just two, four. And it's faster. You can't do catch us can style wrestling and tag team wrestling, no. especially nowadays. In 1972, when you got the rock, or later than that, Rock and Roll Express versus, uh, 
any of the, the brothers from Texas, and I'm blanking out on their names too. Von but Devon Eriks, there you go, yeah. sir. Devon yeah. Eriks family. Yeah, this ain't the Freebirds versus Devon Eriks. You gotta, you gotta figure something else out. This is just the like. This is what I always tell people too. Is like wrestling is the the quality of wrestlers are becoming more athletic. Not just the little guys, but the big guys as well. We, the we women talk about as well. The women as well. Like across the board, we've seen this not just with like people like we've talked about this before people with like Keith Lee, Dijakovic, even McIntyre can go, can jump over the ropes and do some flying. So you just have to accept that these guys are going to fly a little more and you just have to let them fly and do what makes them comfortable because the moment you start to pigeonhole them into this, like this, this style of wrestling, if they're not comfortable in it, it's going to show. This is why Keith Lee doesn't look great yet on the main roster. Even in that match with Randy Orton that he had on Payback, it was a good match, but it didn't really bring people to Keith Lee. Not the way NXT brought people to Keith Lee. Not the way his work on the indie scene brought people to Keith Lee. It's just a similar thing with, you know, same thing that happened with uh, War Machine. When they were on the indie machine, anything, they were able to do certain things that they can't do on the main roster. It just happens. I understand that. I'm not upset about it per se, but I do understand like you're just gonna have to let this this flippy wrestling fly. So when you see teams like Private Party, and you see that they're green, okay, figure it out. Let them figure it out, but don't just write them off already because you don't like the fact that they're green. What are they supposed to do? Not be green tomorrow? You don't think they tried that? And the thing is with pro wrestling, hell, pro pro sports of any kind, except for maybe football, you, it takes years to get good, if not great, because yeah. everybody works different. For the most part, if you go to NXT straight to NXT, you kind of learn just WWE style to work on TV. And for the most part, trainers are just teaching you how to train for TV because hell, all the old school trainers are either dead or they can't train anymore. So, and then at the same time, you don't want that. You don't want to go through that jabroni Hollywood blonde, how he was trained by his Japanese trainer and I got his name where you got do a thousand squats. That's inhumane. They don't do that shit anymore because it costs you years of your career. So it's a different work style. Again, private party is 23 years old, 24 at the most. You they're gonna be green for about 10 more years at the least. You just get better, and it's different working styles. A lot of those guys on AEW are either, like you said, ex WWE people, or my quotation is a lot of those people that stare like former underground, underground worker, like former, like. I'm working at a high school gym, indie worker. A lot of them are that way. Yeah. You know who else started working in gyms? Private Owens. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, we want to go to the NXT people that's now on the main roster. Oh, no. We we know everybody's stories. Like, we know. Like, you can go look up the Wikipedias on all your favorite WWE guys who, who don't get the shine that you think they should. Like, this whole decade has been a list of them. You can go look up their Ring of Honor, their New Japan, their PWG, their CZWs, 
their um, MLW, ROH, all of that stuff. Their FCW, their TNA or Impact runs. Um, all of those people have their their Wikipedia's are there. But I also want to move to something. Um, you know, we got Survivor Series coming up. We got what I think has been a actually fairly decent build now with uh, at least in a week with McIntyre and Roman. And, you know, the story of Roman just in general has been very good. But there's been another story that recently that's, you know, come up and really, really uh, showed people that, hey, man, the things you can do with story and rivalries is amazing. So with that, I ask, will there in the next 12 months be better booking than the Gucci Jeezy versus? No, because that was a hell of a work. And for the most part, you start thinking like, yeah, maybe it's a work. Maybe it's a shoot. It's one of the, it's really like what people said. It was like, damn, Vince probably booked this shit because we really didn't know. Well, that was the it, thing. It was I was the Montreal like, screw job 20, what, almost 24 years ago. The no, this, was, this was so good. I was like, yo, did they call Gato? Because I, I haven't seen a story this good in a, like in an American uh, rivalry in a minute. I was like, yo, did they hit up uh, Okada's man to book this? Because if they did, I mean, excellent job. Excellent, excellent job. You had Jeezy coming out here being like the the man of the people and like the forward thinking and like supposedly like oh you know i've lived my i've let my past life go and you had gucci out here being gucci yeah and that's <laughs> that shit yeah and that is that will be the funniest thing in that whole battle is everyone saying man gucci being mad disrespectful ignoring the fact that jeezy put a hit out for Gucci's chain, that almost got Gucci killed, which resulted in Jeezy's friend getting killed. And we got four songs reminding us just of that. I am very, very pleased with him playing both The Truth and 745. I'll be honest with you. I knew it was going to go back for Jeezy. After he kept playing everything from that masterpiece called Thug Motivation 101. And then Gucci kept saying, play something new. Play some new shit, man. Then Gucci proceeds to play stuff, you know, like 10 to 8 years ago. It's still relatively new. And then Jesus is like, all right, I'm going to keep playing Thug Motivation 101. Then it started going downhill. Well, the problem is Gucci said play something new, and the only thing he had, he played, what, two songs in the past three, four years? Oh, no, three, because he played both. Get the Bag uh, is from 2016? Yeah, so last three or four years, he played three songs, which is that one with Bruno Mars, that one with Drake, and that one with Migos. Other than that, they was both playing their classic stuff. It's just the problem with it is Jeezy's Prime was in the mid-2000s, and Gucci's prime was the early 2010s. But I say all that to say, you know, Gucci ain't got a TM 101. 
That's fine, but he got other songs. No, he got songs. It's just it's that body of work. It's the same thing when when I talk about like Ross versus Fifty. Like we people love Ross, but they'll never love him the way they love Fifty because Ross doesn't have a get rich or die trying. He can have all them songs he wants. You ain't got one you can just pop in and let ride like you did with Get Rich or Try, Die Trying. You're going to have to wait for a greatest hits for that. You know what you don't have? Make the trap say, hey, I think I love her. I might be lemonade, wasted, even though Wayne body that shit. Uh, I'm, I'm upset. I, I'm the Plies verse. I like the Plies verse better. And this is when Eminem was Eminem. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm tripping. This is when Wayne was Wayne. So, but I like the Plies version. Yeah, Plies was very good on Wasted. He said, um, I don't get geeked up like the one. Like but I do yeah. get <laughs> Yeah. But, um, no, that's, that was one thing. It's like you brought up Wasted, and I was like, so we're going to just ignore no ceilings? But um, but you know, mm. you know, like I said, t- like he played like half of Jeezy songs was TM one hundred and one, and every time one of those came on, I was it, it immediately took me to that place. Absolutely, it immediately took me to that place. The Gucci songs reminded me of like, oh yeah, I remember this song, but it didn't. Not all of them took me to that place. The songs that took me to that place was, bitch, I might be. <laughs> Uh, just because I—that's my favorite Gucci song. Uh, it's hysterical. Like it's a rhetorical question. I feel like. Did you roll in? Bitch, bitch, I might, I might be. be. Yeah, bitch, I might but, be. but um, yeah, I just don't see. And then it ends with them doing so icy. You get the drama in the middle of, you know, hey, I played these disc records. I'm talking about your friend I killed. Jeezy's trying to keep it respectful. We don't know if Gucci really want to do this anymore. He looks bored by of it by now. He thought this was only going to be 10 songs instead of 20. He mad that he got to be here for all of this. Jeezy is enjoying it, and he's just going to let it ride. He's not going to let this mess up his moment. And then they end it with so icy and nice words to each other. And then they go to compound and have a COVID after party. Because all you know of what? Anyways. What if COVID is not in Atlanta, bro? Because they really outside. COVID is absolutely in Atlanta. How many cases have they had recently? Go look, go look up Georgia, man. Yeah, because I'm like, bro, they really been outside for the past couple of months. And I like, have yet to hear boss fights with them. Like, out here in well, LA at 10 p.m., the curfew start. Well, that's because nobody cares about Georgia. They care about Atlanta. But yeah, no. Uh, in the past what month or so, they are at I guess about five. They have four hundred and twenty-five thousand total cases, with a a little under ten thousand deaths. Yeah, and I see three thousand new cases. Yeah. Yo, this is some wild shit. This is the real new normal in life where we got to Google. Man, who the fuck? Who catches went up? Yeah. Everybody's. Everybody's. That's, well, at least in America, you could say that. Who catches went yeah. up? Everybody. The rest of the world. Who catches went up? America. No. Yeah, because everybody else chilling. Yeah. 
And Bangkok, but, uh, I think everybody they would have parties and shit. Yeah, but uh, let's get back to this wrestling. Uh, we that talked was about wrestling. That's true. That's true. Everything is wrestling. Everything is. I saw the tweet last night. I was like, that's the first thing I thought about. I'm like, damn, it was a work the whole time. Everything is wrestling, bro. A way better angle and build up to this Ray Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Dominic. Shit. Please, God. If you hear me and you actually do care about me, please end this shit. Well, it's about to end anyway because Seth got to go be a father. Shouts out to him. Hey, man, listen. That's been the biggest blessing for him, but a bigger blessing for us. Because if that wasn't the case, this shit might go on for another year. Yeah. Oh, we also have to send a a shout out to John Moxley and Renee Packett. They are also expecting a child, so congratulations Mm -hmm. to them. And uh, congratulations to Alexa Bliss for getting engaged to Ryan Cabrera. Who that's a name I didn't think I was gonna hear again in life. Me neither. When I saw that, look at it, I was like, "Well, shit, it's my childhood again." Yeah. Um. But yeah, we we he talked about years, so he ten years her senior, right? Got to be. That's about right. That's a that's the entertainment style relationship. Um. Anyways, so we talked about earlier, just like you brought up the point. People hate uh, women's wrestling. A lot of these critics and these uh, incel fans across the wrestling spectrum hate women's wrestling. I think they just hate women in general. That Yeah, there's that. Um, and you can see that by how women are booked. Like, so I know people have been talking about this um, Jay Cargill, uh, Brandy Rhodes promo, and I don't even really want to get into that. I don't want to talk about the promo, but you know. Yeah, but shout out to Jay Cargill for getting uh, an opportunity at AEW. I really hope she gets some time to flourish. The thing that was bothering me it was basically people just calling her, who I know have never seen her work call her just a Bianca Belair ripoff and don't be disrespectful because they're both beautiful, muscular women. That's really all you got. Listen, why that man, the man at three, didn't make that phone call. I don't know. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have hollered. He shouldn't have did his Googles. He shouldn't have just said what the Africans is talking about. We were talking about her before she signed a. I was talking about her earlier this year. Yeah, I'm like, listen, because I think uh, Teddy Long is trainer or he co trainer or something out out in Atlanta. But I was like, bro, I swore she was gonna go to NXT. I promise you, I'm like, bro, she about to go to NXT. I'm like, the man of three H's. I don't know if he's seen it now. I'm probably saying like, shit, how I let this one slip, or he probably just like, eh, it's whatever. Well, this is where it gets tricky. And I I say this like with a lot of respect. I remember so okay, to be fair, she's been trained by uh Heath Slater and QT Marshall. So it makes sense that she's in AD, AEW if QT Marshall is there. Mm-hmm. Um thing I want to say about this is remember Jazz a few years ago? 
talked about her run in WWE and she just said they don't know how to book black women. Yeah, yeah Jazz, absolutely. Yeah, Jazz, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And I say that because how many talented black women on the roster and they just can't figure out how to work these characters? They can't figure these characters out? Like, we y'all can bring up Sasha Banks, but I guarantee you, not due to any, this is not, has any, nothing to do with how Sasha sees herself, but they have figured out a way to look at Sasha without looking at her race. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you on that. Yeah, and that's not because Sasha doesn't think she's black. Sasha knows who she is and is very proud of who she is. But when you see them struggle to figure out Naomi, when you see them struggle to figure out Bianca Belair, when you see them struggle to figure out Ember Moon, when you see them struggle in AEW to figure out Brandon and Big Swole, and I will see how Jay Cargo goes. We'll see how it goes with Indy Hartwell. We'll see, you see they never really figured out Mia Yim. The reason for all of this is because that's character. That has nothing to do with in-ring work. We've seen all of them work. We know all of those women can go. Like, who who did I name that can't go? Y'all saying Naomi can't go? Oh, they fucking lying through their teeth. Whoever saying, would say that. You saying Bianca can't go? You saying uh, Ember Moon can't go? You saying Mia Yim can't go? You saying Big Swole can't wrestle? That's this is what I'm saying. They all got the ability. They nobody just knows how to connect with them and how to interpret that character properly, which tells me the writing team doesn't know how to deal with black women characters. Yeah, and then when you let them be who they are, then people, of course, you don't give a fuck with the answer, say, but then they say, "Oh, they too no. sassy," or yeah. whatever the case may be, or unless you Booker T. Well, there's that. But that dude is a whole. That's uh, just, just a mentality. Yeah, we don't need to indulge. You know. Yeah, but um, the way I doesn't say that is because, for at least me, the way I interpret the writer in wrestling is not only to provide angles, but for character, for these wrestlers to help them translate and interpret their character to the audience properly. Like we can, we know the Sasha Banks character because the thing when she came out, the people she was emulating which is like Kanye West, Nicki Minaj, I'm the best, like really ballsy attitudes, bold attitudes. She it was had real the glasses easy. too. Yeah. You could see the Kanye West influence. You had the colorful hair. You could see the Nicki Minaj influences. And those are people that white people know. Like nobody's figured out how to pivot away from that to do a different character for Naomi. No one's figured out like Bianca Belair has shown you who she is and they can't figure that out. Dude, that's Floyd Mayweather. Go let her be Floyd Mayweather. Mm -hmm. Go let her be Serena Williams. That's what she's telling you when she shows you all this arrogance and all this talent. Like, you know, y'all let Carmella be Janet Jackson, but Naomi can't be Janet Jackson. I see you. I see you. But I'm I'm trying not to be a hater this this episode. I feel like I'm just being a hater. 
No, you not. What you saying was real, bro. You know, but, I mean? uh, it's just like you said, they don't know how to book black women. And I mean, for the most they, part, it's like shit. With the hurt business, let me talk about the men's side for a second. With the hurt business, MVP really, man, really, he's one of the MVPs this year, too. He really came through and said, no, nah, this is what we're going to do. Ain't no way in the fuck other than him and the people involved with the hurt business had any input on the hurt business being other. That was totally their idea, in most part, MVP. So it's like you got to kind of forcefully, as a black worker, make something happen. So Leo, was it Leon Rush? Ruff? I'm sorry, Leon Ruff? Yeah. Okay, so with him, we got to see how the long term plays out. Because is it are they going to keep letting him book this way to look like the underachiever that that wins, the underdog that wins, or eventually it's going to be a gimmick? Like, let's say you get called up and it becomes a gimmick. Because it seems to be, and you know, the incels complain about it. When you get called up, it's kind of like a death sentence if you were the same way as you were NXT. So it's like you got to forcefully make yourself be great. So going back to the black women workers, the queen workers. So with them, it's like, yeah, they don't know how to book them. Naomi is a two-time champ. And it's like she got drafted raw, and that was kind of it. Now, it's probably because of what's going on. She's allowed to take a break or the case may be because she's had not her fault, but she's had issues in the past year dealing with family stuff. So now it's like you got to deal with that and then you got to deal with just life. I think and she she's been consistent for the past what 10, 11 years since she's been part of WWE. So yes. you allowed to take that time. Anybody's allowed to take the time. Hell, we just talked about Seth Rollins. He's about to take that time out. It's now is the time to look out for yourself. Yeah. And and so with them, it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's gonna be the sassy black worker. And you know, they don't allow them. I'm gonna say they won't allow them to do it, but they just can't figure it out, or they might say it's too many that that does that whole thing where it's like, man, it's pretty much them. And I'm really going to continue to cut this promo, but Banks out here true up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. It's okay. She got the quarantine thick. Um, nah, the main thing I was getting off with this is just, I mean, a lot of people like to, I say this because, so one of the things fans I know, are guilty of is giving up on people too fast. And the part of things, one of the things I always say on this, this show is when a person in WWE doesn't get over, it's not because they don't have good ideas or it's not because of their wrestling ability, or it's not because of this and that It's simply because Vince doesn't see it. And Vince has proven to be wrong more just as much as Vince has been proven to be right. So when someone, when Vince doesn't see it, we don't know if he's right or wrong. So when you look at these, these women and you're like, yeah, Vince don't see it. Don't just assume Vince is right. 
because hey man, Vince didn't want Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. Vince didn't want Daniel Bryan winning the main title. Vince didn't see it for CM Punk when he cut the pipe bomb and had that epic match against John Cena at Money in the Bank. Vince didn't see it for uh who was it at the time? People like Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Vince didn't Vince didn't see it for the New Day as a collective at a certain point. Like there was rumors that Vince didn't see it for who was this wrestler? That was a wrestler that Vince just didn't see it for and ended up being good. Oh, we talk about Booker T. Vince didn't see it for Booker T until he got into a fight with Batista. Right. Like Vince don't see something until Vince see it. So we can't sit up here and just be like, oh, yeah, Vince is absolutely right every single time just because he don't see it. He could be clearly wrong. We think he's wrong with Naomi. We think he's wrong with Bianca. Other people, we don't know. He could be right. He could be wrong. The one thing I will say, it's really, really hard to sit here and say Vince when Vince doesn't see it, he's right. When some of these women have really, really good NXT matches. Really hard to say that about Bianca. It's really hard to say that about Ember Moon. It's really hard to say that about Mia Yim when they've all put on quality NXT matches. So we know it's possible with them. You're right. Like, what is how come Triple H can figure this out, but Vince can't? What is it? Shayna Baszler? Yeah, I mean, but shit, he don't like women's wrestling. Who, Triple H? No, uh, Vince. No. If Vince had his way, this would be bra and panties matches again. The thing that becomes tricky is like, okay, the best division in American wrestling right now is the NXT Women's Championship division. And how many people are confident that if when EO Shirai gets called up, she's going to be a star on the main roster? How many people are confident when Dakota Kai gets that call, she's going to be a star? How many people are confident when Candice LeRae gets called up, they're going to be that star? You can't call it, right? I guarantee you this. It won't be surprising if Indy Hartwell gets called up and Vince don't see it. It will not. Because WWE just don't have anyone there to help properly interpret black women characters to the audience. And the thing is, it's not even that the audience don't like it. People love Bianca. People love Naomi. That's... That's it's just your future money machine right there. Yeah. But like we talked about this the other time when we was talking about Booker T talking about black women is and women's wrestlers in general is like Naomi got the second biggest pop at the Royal Rumble. The only bigger pop was the shocking return of Edge. Naomi's the, Drew McIntyre winning didn't get a bigger pop than Naomi. So when I say that you know, they don't have a way of getting it to the audience. I don't mean the audience isn't ready for it. 
WWE just don't know what to do. Because the audience is sitting there like, yeah, we want that. And WWE is like, well, we don't know how to do this. AEW is like, well, we don't know how to do this. Impact, we don't really know how to do this too well. Oh, no, they were division. Jesus Christ. If you need any example of not loving women's wrestling, just watch that. They run the same matches back over and over and over and over. The same programs. Hell, they don't have programs for the women. Yeah. Taya be up there just in the uh, Impact House episodes. Yeah. That's it. Like it's, like it's WMAC Masters. She might as well just sit up on a chair and watch two other women wrestle. And eventually, the women's wrestler that wins the most matches gets to face her. And then if she wins, she gets to sit on the chair. Yeah, I'm like, bro, what is this? But all right, having said that, let's do Survivor Series predictions. Because why not? Why not? Life is meaningless. Let's do it. And now you speak in my language. Like it's comforting. We're saying all of this and nothing's gonna change, and we're still gonna watch it. Yeah, you speaking my language that song, Drake. Yeah. Uh so let's go through this. I don't know what the pre-show matches are gonna be, kind of don't care. Um, but let's say just for the sake of it, uh who's gonna be on the pre-show? The Lucha part Lucha House party is gonna lose. Uh, where are we going to start? Let's start on the champion versus champion matches. Or no, let's start on the, the team matches. Well, you got Team Raw, which consists of AJ, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and the now shortened name Riddle. Or you got Team SmackDown, which consists of Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, Baron Corbin, and Seth Rollins and Otis. Oh, they put Otis there. I don't know what they got for him other than this, but we'll see. Who you got and why? Or should I go first? I'll go first. I think you kind of got to go with Team Raw. Just because you get to let Keith Lee shine. That's the person who's most important in all of this is Keith Lee. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is always going to be over. Jay Uso, he's going to be on uh, the Tribal Chief team. Corbin, he's set in his position. He's not moving up or down on that roster. Um, Seth Rollins, he's going to go away, and he's already Jay Prince protected. And Otis... He lost the money in the bank, so there's no reason to get him over. He might be the first person eliminated. On the Raw side, Sheamus and AJ Styles are solidified as legends. Riddle lost his first name, which lets me know he is a jobber now. Because once again, the moment you lose one of your names, you are a jobber. Because to say that, <laughs> you know, people don't. Matt Riddle name is too long. He's on a team with a dude named Braun Strowman. An uh, 80 action figure name. Yes. So 
Yeah, the only person that's important, that's most important here, I don't want to say only important, but the most important person here is Keith Lee. My hope is that it's, uh, the final pin comes between Keith Lee and Kevin Owens because I think they would put on a great program down the line. Who you got, Team Raw or Team SmackDown? Uh, before my mic started tripping, I had Team SmackDown. I was interrupting you, but thank God it didn't go through Team SmackDown. I don't give a fuck about no riddle. LeBron Strowman. Uh, AJ Styles, I guess. Man, Team SmackDown, man. Okay. They got Jay Uso. Yeah, I just picked Raw because, like I said, Keith Lee, the only person I see that them like doing something with in the future. They got Otis. They got KO. They got Jay. They got the guy in Corbett. Man, Team SmackDown, bro. We out of here. All right. Get ready to have your heart broken. Um, He's going to continue to win streak for Seth before he leaves. I feel it. Nah. You're going to have Murphy and like Aaliyah and the whole Mysterio family come out and just jump him before he even get to come out. Please. Let this be it. Yeah. Um. So then let's go to the Team Raw versus Team Stack SmackDown women's match. Uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce, Team SmackDown, no. Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. And I'm gonna say you're gonna pick Team SmackDown just on your nasty man preferences. That's it. Let's move on. <laughs> That's it. Cause like <laughs> That's all you need to say. Every Listen, name, man. every name I said on Team SmackDown in my mind right after I was going. Relax, sir. Sir, relax. Look, they was all in the ring at sir. one time. I was like, that's good enough. That's that's the greatest SmackDown women's team ever. Sir. Sir. Hey, I don't make the rules, bro. You just said Nia Jax. Nia Jax be in a racist chat room saying don't get vaccine. Yeah, she an anti-vaxxer, so, you know. And I'm, I'm not going to get that shit, but I ain't anti it. Well... Lupe Fiasco will convince you otherwise. Um, I mean, is Lana going through a table because it's four other people on the opposite side? Is she going through the? I'm sorry, five. Is is she going through the table one time or? (laughs) It's like that meme of that guy I forgot I used to follow. Uh, One, twice. Oh, the uh, the Asian man. One. That counts. Four to two, two, three. How many um, times she gonna go to that table now that there's five members on the opposite yeah, side? Yeah. <laughs> no, go to the table five times. It's probably gonna be a drinking game just on how many times Lana goes through the table. Um, she might end up winning this match for her team. Bruh, all right. If, if they if she do that, they trying to spite her husband by saying, "Yeah, stay over here. We're gonna give you a bigger bag. How much he make over there?" They not giving her a bigger bag. I promise you, they pay up to do something. Like that. They not giving her a bigger bag. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. I mean, what that man Sami Zayn? I don't know if he saw his. He said that American because uh, Bobby Lashley about to call his finishing move the American something. It sounds very MAGA, but I mean, he was in the military, and that's not being MAGA. He just yeah, Sami Zayn is uh, 
Vince don't like Sami Zayn. They got to find a way to stick it to Sami Zayn, even though I love Sami Zayn. I love Lashley, too. And I love to see Sami win here just because Sami has become kind of like the Yano of WWE. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that. But, yeah, it's her business. It's going to be a squash match. Yeah, it's going to be a squash match. Um, we got the day. Vince said, "Get back to work." Yeah, <laughs> I understood all that. Hey, man, get off that political shit. Get my money. Yeah, you out here, Black Lives Matter in it? No, 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 no. Your name not Randy Orton. Get, get, get back out here and get these, get to work. Um, we got what's potentially the match of the night: the Street Profits versus the New Day. I got Street Profits. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, but you know what? I've been thinking about this because I was like, will the New Day win just because they got that Gears 5 promo? Nah, because it's Xbox. I mean, shit. Actually, I take that back because WWE been getting more money off Xbox than PS or Sony PlayStation. So that says a lot about, you know, the type of people that probably watch WWE besides us. Yeah. If, if you really out here, Listen, I get the series, series S, whatever one I prefer at that time, but I'm not out here rushing for that over a PS5. No, but um, yeah, I got the Street Profits. It's time for them to be solidified, you know, as uh the new kings of the tag team division. Um, yeah, it's, a cha- it's a changing of a guard. I think that's what yeah. this is solidified. You know, it's a new African tag team among yes, us. Bro. From African to African. I appreciate yeah, that. I think you, and you might want to do that because Street Profits are up. I bought that shit. Uh, this also lets you know how Vince don't care about the tag team division because it's two thriving black teams. I mean, how I many Negroes are in the match? Four. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to watch that. Vince is probably going to be matching tonight. I'm put it on the tag team. That'd be That's wild. Cool. Out of all the matches to put on the pre-show, I'll put that. He put Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley on the pre-show. Anyways, uh, another match of the night contender: Asuka versus Sasha Banks. No, no way. And, you you, you didn't see yeah. this movie a countless yeah. times this year. Yeah, re- re- just relax, man. Um. No, I'm not one now on the list. I'm just saying, like, we done seen this movie three times. Yeah. One, two, three. We done seen that shit. How many times have it been bad? Zero. Mm-hmm. So the winner in this match is us. That's yeah, really it. Because we seen it. So it's like, I mean, we gonna watch it again, but we seen it this year. Yeah. But we'll see how this goes in this way. Um... I don't really care who wins that match. That's just going to be a fun match. Yeah. Then we got, I mean, okay, you got Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Wait, who, hold on one second before we get to that. So is this like Ted Bailey away from the title? Because this seemed like tonight and last week, she she seemed like she the baby face now. She's just like, I focus on building with my team. I don't fuck with her no more. It sounds like the shade room now. I feel like I'm like, I don't fuck with Sasha no more. I'm doing my own thing. I'm focused on my team. Like, but it seemed like she a baby face now. 
So it's like, what happens after this? And I mean, we don't have to think long term booking, but it's like, all right. She only a face because it's gang versus gang. Um, so everybody's a face now because they rep and they set. Um, yeah, uh, Drew, Drew versus Roman. How does Roman Reigns win this? Uh, Actually, better question. How does Drew McIntyre win this? Because there's no way he's going to win, but on the out out chance that he wins, how does this go down? Because the only thing... It's got to be a cheap shot. It's got to be... You know, he got to... Roman has to do a heel finish. It has to be a heel finish. That's the only way I can think about it. I can think the of it. The only thing I see, and I'm going to be honest here, the only thing I can see happening and for McIntyre to win is if The Miz shows up and tries to cash in and then loses. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We ain't doing that. The legend going to go over, bro. We, It's time. Is it? Yes. He hasn't main evented uh, Smack. I mean, SmackDown. He hasn't main evented uh, WrestleMania since 2011. Yeah, we can keep that going. No, 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 no. It's time to change. It's time for change. Go ahead, put it on it. A superstar, a legend. Miz High, we here. That's not change. That's, you know, going back that's, to what. That's change. No, that's great. Like, I'm fine with the Miz winning the title, but let's not pretend like that's the change that WWE needed. Listen. Like, they they, they legitimately, this was the problem I had with the Otis thing. They legitimately made Otis look like a joke, and they never once let Otis say, Miz, you've been a joke for the past year, bro. People, some people will say, like my co-host, shouts out to Davis, People will say, and shouts out to you, of course, you my co-host as well. But people will say that the Miz isn't great. But you know, some people don't understand. Like I tell him that you know the Miz got a TV show on the same network he work on. How many people could say that? So he Charles Barkley Barkley played on TNT years ago, but he was broken down when he played for the Rockets. I'm talking about now. We right now. Miz been playing long. Charles Barkley is 40 years old. No, 29. I mean, I'm sorry, 39 years old. Yeah. thing I'll say about this Miz cash-in is I'm not against it, but they just really were against. Like, you know why the Miz got this? This money in the bank thing? Because of that promo he cut on Big E. It was just like, affirmative action doesn't exist. You just have to work hard and this and that. And then it won't matter what your race is. You'll just be ready. And he didn't say that for all the audience. He didn't say that verbatim. The writers gave him No, he didn't say that verbatim. But that was legitimately the point. And it was written in a way to make The Miz. I know it's supposed to heal him up. But it just completely killed any push you had with Big E. Like, yo. Big E ain't even on the Team SmackDown team. First of all, Big E didn't even come out tonight when his voice was getting jumped. Like, they brought the Street Profits out instead. I understand that, but at the, at the same time, you could have brought him out too and be like, nah, we got this. Let yeah, us like, help him out. 
Like, is he hurt right now? I don't know. They you can erase the the new day thing. First of all, I don't even know how music sounds. It probably still has a new day theme to it. But the fact yeah. that he didn't even come out tonight, that was weird. He didn't even come out just to help. Like, oh, we got yeah. this. Just stay by the all, ring. All this lets me know is they about to turn this man heel. <laughs>